Hey everyone, welcome to episode 204, On the Job Parenting. Meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to lesson. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom. So you can help your kids be imperfect too. And have harmony in the home. So I put OTJ and some people know what that means and some people don't. And OTJ stands for on the job. If you've ever had a job and they tell you everything to expect, no one really, you don't, they tell you what to expect on the job, but the way that you learn about the job is through on-the-job training. Like when I was getting my degree at UCF, go Knights, um, in education, I had so many classes and so much training and read so many books, and it all sounded great, but the real learning came through my internships, through practicums, through observations, through going into the classrooms through working with the actual students. And it's just, I love giving you guys silly examples because when you hear silly little examples, then you understand how you can do this in your parenting and all areas of your life. Like I just got a new car and it's used and the previous owner put a lot of bells and whistles on it that I don't really understand. But I figure since I have the bells and whistles, might as well figure out how to use the bells and whistles. Well, one of them is that you press a button on your dashboard or your car can just know when you're in the driveway and then it'll automatically open your garage door. So me trying to sync that up before I got the car, I was reading about it. I was watching YouTubes. I was like, oh, this looks pretty easy. And then when I got the car, um, user error, user error, user error, because the only way to truly understand it is by going through the step-by-step process. And in that step-by-step process, Every, there's so many nuances and there's so many little things that can go a different way than what you saw on YouTube or read in the directions. And so that's when you have to pivot and figure out, okay, everything's figure outable. I have to pivot here. I'm not going to get overwhelmed and shut down and confused. This bell and whistle is here. Might as well understand the bell and whistle, but watch your brain as it tries to shut down because it will get overwhelmed and confused because it gets very confusing. And I just want to cry and be like, can I just have David do it, please? But I have to remind myself, I'm stepping into emotional adulthood, and I'm going to figure this out. Now, that doesn't mean I can't ask David for help, but what I want to do is hand him the manual and then go outside and sit underneath the tiki hut. That's what I want to do. But I watch my brain go to overwhelm and confusion and shut down and not take control of the raffia and just want to give it all to David, who doesn't know much more than I do about this topic. So he's going to have to go through the same process. And I watch how when Grady, when he got his trombone at the beginning of the school year, he watched so many videos and had so many classes with his teacher before while they were waiting for the instruments to arrive. But the real learning came when he actually got his trombone and he was practicing and he's making the notes that sound like a dying duck. And then all of a sudden, time after time, after practice, after practice, after practice, after practice, all of a sudden, he's like playing songs. He's in a concert. He has another concert coming up in a couple of weeks. It's so amazing and interesting and clear when we see it in our kids because if you've ever seen that viral tiktok how does this turn into this and it's like a little kid playing like t-ball and then fast forward 
10 years, five years, and the kid's hitting home runs over the fence because it's that compound effect of little by little by little by little of practice, practice, practice. And instead of saying practice makes perfect, my former principal, Miss Latiri, used to say practice makes permanent. And there's nothing that gets easier in time than with practice. That's with sports. That's with parenting. That's with your job. I asked a lot of you on Facebook about what is something that you can read about all day, all night, watch YouTubes all day, all night, but doesn't actually get easier until you do on-the-job training. And some of you said teaching, like I kind of talked about with my internship. Some of you talked about snowboarding or snow skiing or water skiing. You can watch all the videos, read all the tutorials, even talk to people who are an expert skier, but it doesn't really become systematic for yourself until you get out there and you fall and you get back up and you fall and you get back up and you're like, oh, that worked. I'm going to do more of that. Oh, that didn't work. I'm going to try to stop doing that. And then you do it again. You do it again. And you fail forward to become a skier who can tackle things other than the bunny slope. Right now we're teaching Lily how to drive a car and she's been in so many classes. She's just turned the age where she can drive with an adult. But before that time, she was going to classes. She was reading about it. Obviously, she's watched us for 15 years. She's watched YouTube. She's been to classes. She's taken all the tests. But the only way she's going to learn is by driving in parking lots, then driving in our par in our neighborhood, going on the empty roads on a Sunday when not a lot of people are on the roads. And the goal is after a year of practicing with an adult over 21, then she will be a proficient driver at age 16. And I know in different countries, they do it at different ages, but that's the plan of teaching her how to drive. The only way she's going to learn how to drive is by driving. The only way you can learn how to ski is through skiing. How is this tie into parenting? Well, a lot of us listen to the podcast, read the books, know all the theories, know that they're children from God, know that we need to detach our ego, know the steps that we need to do when we're in the green zone. But then when that tantrum happens at a public place, or you're in the thick of it, it's like we all just forget it all. And I hear that so much of, I know what to do, but then when the time comes, I don't do it. The reason why we don't do it is because we go in the yellow and red zone with our kids. And we think that it should be easier because we know what to do. And then it's almost sometimes, I hear sometimes from parents saying that I, know, I, I didn't feel as guilty as I did before, because I just was doing unconsciously what my parents did. And I hear a lot, now that I know what to do and I'm not doing it, I actually feel more guilty. I have more shame afterwards because I'm not able to do the thing that I said I was gonna do. Whereas before, we were just working unconsciously and then once we know better, we do better, but then we don't do better and then we're like, wait a minute, I know better now. I didn't know better before, so we don't really beat ourselves up for that time but I know better now and I'm not doing better. The reason why is because this is the on-the-job training. This is OTJ. When that tantrum happens or that messy moment or they forget their shoes and you're on your way to track and they forgot their shoes, those are the moments that on-the-job training kicks in. On-the-job parenting kicks in. So that's why there's so much power in that pause, because when you p take the pause and you s lengthen the pause to make it a little bit longer, that's when the learning and growth happens, because that's when it's you up to bat and you've watched all the lessons and you've watched all the YouTubes and you've listened to all your coaches. But once you get up to bat, that's your moment.
So when you can pause and lengthen that pause and remind yourself, remind your brain, remind your ego, this is the OTJ. This is why it's so hard because we're not remembering that learning it in the classroom is much different than applying it out in the real world. So when you think about something in your life where the on-the-job training is where you did all of the learning, then you can give yourself grace and compassion because you can realize you're in the thick of it. This is you up on your ski slopes. This is you in front of a classroom. This is you snowboarding. This is you learning how to ride a bike. It's supposed to be hard because you've never done it before. David and I, it took us almost six years. We were married in 2000 one, and we had Lily in 2008. So we had all that time to read. I had my master's degree in counseling. I had my, all my education was in education, working with kids. So even with all that training and all that preparation and working with thousands and thousands of students, I was still brand new parent. Parenting and teaching is much different because there's no ego in teaching. So even though we had all that time and all that experience, it still wasn't enough because I wasn't remembering about on-the-job training. I didn't know about the ego. I didn't know about parenting from a fear-based place. I didn't know about the unconscious patterns that we all bring into parenting. And no one is going to push on our ego more than our kids. So it's like, oh, Eureka, this should be hard. This is supposed to be hard versus it's so easy for everyone else and it's only hard for me. That's when the brain goes into victim mode. Not that we are victims, but that's the way it kind of feels sorry for ourselves. And it should be easier. I should have easier kids. This parenting should be easier. I remember saying that to myself over and over because I said, well, I had all this education. I had all this experience. This should be so easy. And that was just the ego trying to continue to do the same patterns. But disrupting that pattern is the harder path, but it turns into the easier path because then it becomes more fluid. So when those moments happen, take the pause, realize it's supposed to be hard because this is your on-the-job training. Remember a time where you were very new at something and then because of on-the-job training, you became a lot better. I love using sports as an analogy because you can see it in your kids and if you've ever played sports in the past of how it just becomes easier in time and practice. Then all of a sudden you'll see every single tantrum or episode as a way to practice and get that on the job training to get under your belt to make it easier. And it's a lot easier when they're upset about something that has nothing to do with you. So that's a great time to practice holding the space, doing the steps. I like to have conversations with my kids during green zones of like, hey, what happened at that time? Not from a lecture place, more like, what could I do to help you in that, in that time? I love modeling it for them. I love teaching you how to model it for them. When you look at parenting from a place of, oh, I'm just training for this new job and it's really hard, but it's worth the hard work. And every age and every stage has 50% that is awesome, amazing, and 50% that's challenging and gonna make us all grow. Then we're not so mad about it being hard. We realize that it's hard for everybody. And then we look at those little beautiful souls and we're like, you are so worth the work. You are, keep pressing on my ego, keep going. Eventually, you'll look forward to it because you'll realize like this is a great time for me to practice because you'll be in such a detached space. You'll realize that the cameras are on, you're on a reality TV show, or you're like in your helicopter above the tantrum, or if you've ever watched like cops where they have those body cams on, you realize like, oh, I'm just babysitting God's children. And then you're not so rattled with their tantrums because you're able to detach and see them as a soul having a beautiful experience and a life experience versus a reflection of you 
and somehow your level of lack or unworthiness. Because that's where our reaction comes from. It doesn't come from our kids. They don't push our buttons, they push on our ego. And once we realize that we can extend the pause, then we can have more harmony in the home. I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.